Hello and welcome to another episode of the Talking Games podcast. It's Thursday, November the 12th, 2015. I'm Jackie Turner and I'm joined tonight by Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello. And that's it again, which honestly could spell trouble because there's there's no umpire here. There's no referee. There's no getting in the way. There's a whole load of chairs. It's an empty room. Yeah. I have now done two man shows with everybody. Yeah, that's true. Except for Bob. I haven't done one with Bob, but he hasn't been here long enough. <laughs> this could be trouble. There's no one to break up the fighting, right? Yes. Well, considering that I'm doing the soundboard for the first time, I don't think we're going to be doing much fighting as I'm panicking that this thing's not going to explode. Honestly, it simply means that you will not be able to defend yourself in time. So don't make me mad. As long as we can upload the show tomorrow, that's fine. It doesn't matter. I'll if... give you, I'll give you right, the so victory So I just have to week. make sure you're conscious by the end of the show. That's it? Yeah, it looks like we're, so far it looks like we're doing all right. So <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out in about a little over an hour. Okay. So for tonight's show, we're going to catch up what we've been up to this week. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Extra Life, um, which was the charity event that was taking place at the weekend with quite a few of our uh, crew, mostly from Talking Comics, but a couple of us jumped in from Talking Games. Um, we are going to talk about some of the big games that came out this week because we have a lot of big games this week. Uh, specifically, I've been playing some Tomb Raider. Justin's jumped in with a little Fallout. We've been playing a few other things uh, that have been out recently. We've been playing a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, and I'm just going to, you know, do what we normally do, which is talk a lot and try and make, you know, 75% of it actually about games. So. 75%. I reckon that's like hitting on the high side, right? I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> we can try. I mean, it's already been a couple of minutes and I haven't said food or poop yet. So uh, <laughs> I was really looking forward to getting through a whole week. <laughs> well, we can't avoid talking about food because this weekend our we clans went out for dinner. Yes, it was very fun. Painters. It's an awesome restaurant where you can scribble on the table. So I thought, you know, cause since we all have kids we could take them and they can eat their food while we scribble on the table. We have two different sets of kids though. I have the <laughs> screaming, you know, screaming variety and you have the, the preteen, preteen yeah. variety. Preteen, please can I order the surf and turf variety? Well, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. It's chicken fingers. Oh God. It gets to the point where it's, it's seriously, I, I took him out for dinner a few weeks ago. I think it was my birthday. And he said, Mama, I think I'm going to get the snow crab legs. And I look at the menu, I'm like, oh, do you have $42 in your pocket? That's hysterical. Then no. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But this restaurant also has uh, something called Chicken Toes, which is an adult version of Chicken Fingers. So I knew it would be a hit for you, since that's about as adventurous as you get. And if you noticed, I did not order them. (laughs) But did you get the snow crab legs, or did you just get a steak sandwich? I got a steak sandwich, which was really good. And also not much more adventurous than Chicken Fingers, right? A steak sandwich is... It's not exactly adventurous, but it's not. I wouldn't put it in the same category as chicken fingers. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever you want to tell yourself. Still not that adventurous. You had a pizza. Yeah, I was not that hungry and I didn't really want to eat because I spent most of the dinner with your baby on my lap and I just really wanted baby snuggles and not food, which is what I did. So I spent the whole meal basically bobbing Finn up and down and making stupid faces. It was great. You're very good at that. <laughs> it was awesome. And then, of course, we took Creeps, our mutual destiny friend. Uh, well, my destiny friend, your friend from when you were five or whatever. Yes. Um, who complained about the size of the portion and then didn't finish it. I don't know what that's about. 
not taking him for dinner again. Really? He didn't finish it? <laughs> I didn't notice that. He complained he only had three chips as a side and then didn't finish it anyway. Maybe the chips weren't good. Maybe. The rest of the food was fantastic, though. And fantastic. I ate a lot of food there that night. It's so good. And then, like I said, the fact that you can draw on the table. So me and Creeps came up with a new game. Oh, Lord. Good. Yeah, we started playing uh, Noughts and Crosses. What do you call it? Tic-tac-toe. Right. Okay. So we start playing that. Tic-tac-toe. And we get bored with it because once you realize that once you get past the age of 10, there's no way for either of you to win. Like It's just a stalemate. As soon as you have like three brain cells or you get past the age of 10, you can't win that game. So we decided just to try and make it more interesting, which is what led to the invention of... I don't even want to say it now. It was just really bad. You drew naughty pictures yeah. in place of the X's and O's. And, and penises instead. And then we came up with a really funny name and I can't remember what it was. It was... I don't, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> it was pretty bad. This is a family show. Yeah. Once every month, exactly. maybe. No, it's never a family show. So, yeah. So, we left the table with um, our food and baby wipes and pictures of boobs and penises everywhere. Yeah. So, classy, as always. As always. <laughs> we left a generous tip to make up for this. So, you know, hopefully they were okay with it. I'm sure they were fine. Money <laughs> is money. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Did you do anything else this week? I wasn't prepared for that question. And I should have been. <laughs> We're having our bathroom done at last. Oh, that's right. The bathroom oh, that never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever yes, has clean. ever been cleaned. Or, yeah. you know. So for the last year, I have not cleaned that bathroom because I've been on strike. I know. Yeah. Trust me, I use it. <laughs> exactly. I do not use it. I refuse to use it and I refuse to clean it because it's just gross. So finally, we're having it decorated. But now we are down to one toilet and it took 24 hours before, um, well, basically my nephew slept over and at six in the morning, I hear the front door go. And my son and my nephew are both pissing in the front yard because they've gone feral, apparently. They didn't want to wake us up. So now everyone's just peeing outside. Boys can do that. It's horrible. It really is. So all the kids are gone feral. People are pissing everywhere. Luckily, the raccoons haven't been around in quite a while because I think all the pee smell has like scared them off. So, you know, silver linings. <laughs> uh, so, you know, having the bathroom done. It's exciting, right? Yes, that's exciting. And then, <laughs> and then the other thing is the, uh, the hypocrisy of being a parent. This one, again, will make you laugh. Um, so Cameron, my 18-year-old stepson, you know, we're trying to get him on the straight and narrow, trying to keep him alive. You are not the right guy for that. <laughs> well, this is why, right? So we're trying to keep him on the straight and narrow, trying to keep him living and vaguely responsible and not making me a grandmother, you know, all of these things. So he gets paid on last Wednesday, gets paid, goes straight to GameStop, blows all his money on video games. He comes home, we tell him off. Like, you can't do that. You've got bills to pay. Time to be an adult. Grow up, young man. Reading the right act to do the whole thing. So this week was the Target deal. And on Tuesday, I got paid. And I didn't work many hours last week, uh, which basically led to me going to Target and blowing all of my money on video games. You're leaving an important part out. How did you get to Target? You were, you were working that day. Oh, what? Like saying I had a doctor's appointment and I had to leave. <laughs> I have a doctor's appointment. I have to leave. Actually, I'm going to Target to spend money on video games. Yes, that's not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, my boss doesn't actually know how to use iTunes. 
fingers crossed on that one if i get the sack next year it's because she's figured out how to use itunes and it's going through our backlog but right as of now you doesn't know how you have an ironclad job there forever i'm sure you have plenty (laughs) of blackmail material this is true it really really helps when you're the only one that actually does any work right yes so uh yeah so i went yeah i went there and i blew all my money on video games and then i came home and i hit them so that my 18-year-old stepson wouldn't realize that I also blow all my money on video games so I could continue telling him off for blowing all his money on video games. Parenting. (laughs) It's just the most fun, isn't it? Yes. Just wait. Yours are so small right now. All you're worrying about is trying to get not to shit on the floor. Just wait. It gets even more fun. I think when we get past the potty training part, I'll I'll be happy. Yeah, you reckon? So you think that? Because my stepson also passed his driver's test. So now he's on the roads. Terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Like, I, I, I turn corners now hoping I don't see a Ford Taurus coming in case it wipes me out. I'm, I'm just petrified of the whole thing. So anyway, that's a nice little segue into, uh, you know, video games. Um, <laughs> I went to Target, blew all my money on video games, <laughs> and I got Tomb Raider. I got Fallout 4 on good authority that apparently i'm gonna like it justin everyone okay um and i got the new assassin's creed because i stuck to my promise that i would not buy it on the first day it came out uh that's that was a popular pairing uh bobby shortle got the same deal and he texted me a picture he actually managed to uh cover all the uh, almost all the platforms he got Fallout on PC. Yes. And, of course, Xbox Tomb Raider is an Xbox exclusive and AC on PS4. And our Bobby got the exact same deal that Bobby Shortle did. Okay. PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Cool. Yeah, so it's a really good deal. It's like 130 bucks with tax for, you know, three games and yeah. three big ticket games. So I also went to Target. And, oh, yeah, this is much funnier. This is you trying to be nice and it backfiring on you spectacularly. Not be nice. <laughs> Well, maybe a little bit. So anyway, I picked up three copies of Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Uh, So two of my friends could jump in and play. And, you know, we talked about it. And I was going to do the same deal that everybody else did. But I I realized my backlog is insane. And I did the deal last year. And I still have not got around to playing Dragon Age Inquisition. (laughs) Right. So So I could have got... I haven't saved any money on that game. I've actually probably... I spent way more money than I should have. Even with it being only 40 bucks. Right. Um, Which it's probably down to by now. Right? It is l- way <laughs> lower than that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I picked up those three, uh, those three uh, copies, and then I went and met my friends and watched a little bit of football. And I gave them their two copies, and I was like, "All right, we'll jump on tonight." And uh, so we did that. And uh, oh, actually, as a little sorry, little little inter- oh, intersection. That go ahead. <laughs> so you went to watch football on Sunday. Yes. What did you order? Chicken and waffles. You did, didn't you? Yes. Because I got a picture of you eating the chicken and waffles. I know. That wasn't the best picture <laughs> that has been sent of me. Chicken fingers. So apparently, surprise, surprise. well, I didn't know that, first of all. <laughs> so apparently, uh, they're redoing all TGI Fridays. And yeah. so, yeah, there's this TGI Fridays. Are they into decent restaurants? I have no idea. Well, Can't imagine. It's the best place to watch football by me on Sundays because no one ever goes in there. <laughs> and you get the, you go to the bar. And for the most right. part, they have like five dollar appetizers or like five dollar tw- i think it was like le- a couple weeks ago it was like here's 12 you pay 12 dollars eat as many wings as you want or as many appetizers as right. you want and so you're there like most of the day if you're gonna watch football gone full circle tgis why See, i think what happened is they came out they did okay then they started doing better 
and they came out with their own range of like TGI appetizers you can buy at like Target and Costco. And yeah. Stuff. Now I think that TGI goes to Costco and just buys a shitload of those things, throws them in the deep fat fryer, and that's what you get. Yes. So they're redoing them all, and it it's the strangest thing. Like I walk in there, and there used to be this like you know in front of the bar they've remodeled this restaurant a few times. Uh, there was like an enclosed seating area where people could sit. That's all gone, and now it's just like couches and pub tables. Okay, couches. around couches. And can you wipe them clean though? Because I'd worry about kids like dropping sticky shit down the side of the couch. Ugh. Okay, right? Yes, but <laughs> it's not like I was sitting on the couches. So I go up to the bar, and they have this whole new like hangover menu. And they so I sit down for the hangover menu, and it's all like eggs and stuff, right. or like more oh, like so brunch. Like brunch, yeah. yeah. And so they had these like chicken and waffles, uh, like with this spicy sauce and honey. And I was like, I was kind of, I was like, kind of in the mood for something different. So right. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll get that, and it was good. But then this girl comes around, and she's like, hey. I want to know what wild and crazy things you did. <laughs> and so it's me, <laughs> Creeps, and uh, Mike Lazara, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. And they're like, what'd you guys do? We take your picture and we put what you did up on the wall. Oh and so I was just like, I don't want anything to do with this. So I was like. <laughs> exactly. That's so weird. I was like, I don't want to be part of binge drinking. I don't. That's yeah. So I was like, I put my kids to sleep. She's like, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> and then she wanted to take my picture and put it on the wall. I was like, No. And of course, all of a sudden, Johnny Johnny shows up randomly, right. and Johnny's like, I'll, "I'll have my picture taken and put it on the wall." And then he talks to the girl for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I was just about to ask if Creeps hit on her. No. Wow, what's going on with him lately? I have no idea. <laughs> so yeah, that but, is really bizarre. Yeah, I, I don't know. And so no, one. they asked. This seems like a very Long Island thing to do. They're I'd like, like to, I'd like to know if anyone, any listeners from around the country that go to this, like, go to TGIs. I'd love to hear. If anybody else has experienced anything, they were, like they said they're trying to make it more of a like a hangout place for younger people instead of a place you bring your grandma to. And so I looked <laughs> up at the they have like this big chalkboard where they have like weekly act like weekly events like Monday Monday Night Football. Yeah. On Thursdays, apparently there's like a live DJ, and they had in big letters twerk it. And I was like, I don't know if I could come here anymore. <laughs> exactly for five dollar appetizers and twerking. <laughs> go figure oh my god that's hysterical although in a weird way it makes me actually want to go there more than it did half an hour ago those chicken and waffles weren't bad <laughs> they look like you're enjoying them so it's good <laughs> see i think you're regretting the day you ever introduced me and creeps it's just trouble yeah it is trouble but with a capital t that's all right now we're gonna have a good time this weekend or this upcoming friday is yes. bobby's wedding Bobby North is getting married this weekend. So there should be pictures of me and Justin dancing. No. And if there's not, then you can ask him why there's not pictures of me and Justin dancing. There will not be any dancing. Yes, there will. I'll have dancing. to drink a lot to get me to dance. And what is your issue with that? Because I'm going to be with Ange, who hasn't had, you know... Well, actually, no, she went away a couple weekends ago. But she hasn't really gone out and been to a wedding and they've been able to be drinking in... I live walking distance from this A place. while. So just get drunk. Walk back to my house. I, I could do that. On my couch. And then we can dance. See, now you'll deliberately not drink because then you'd be like, oh, I can't. I'll just send creeps your way. <laughs> See, do you want to dance with someone whose nickname is Creeps? So yes. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. Nick will be there. And so all our whole Destiny group is all about like fighting over who gets to dance with Nick, which is. <laughs> really? Yes. That is hysterical. Yes. Dancing with Nick. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll be dancing with Nick. I asked for the first dance, so. So you'll dance with Nick and you won't dance with me. 
I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you are in so much trouble. But to slow dance with Nick. All right, I don't want to slow dance with you. That's the only time I will ever dance is a slow dance. (laughs) It requires not much movement. Well, I'm letting our listeners know right now I will be there with my camera and anything good is going on Twitter. Whatever. Just just to warn you. Whatever. It'll be all right. But if you dance with me, I'll be a little pickier about which ones I put You forget, I I also have a camera and I've seen you slosh drunk. It's amazing. (laughs) So all your pictures will end up... on when I'm drinking. (laughs) It's not just your dance that you get on while you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'll make sure there's no skeleton penises around. (laughs) Oh, God, no. See, now I feel ashamed again. That happens very rarely, but that that was definitely parenting fail yes. number one number so, one so far you know he's only 11 so i'm gonna give myself time to uh outdo myself on that particular one so anyway video games video games um this weekend we had a team that was playing video games for extra life it was bobby shortall from talking comics hugh uh hugh parry from talking comics melissa megan from the misfits was part of the team um brian verderosa from uh movie talking movies so basically like a whole little crew of people that got together raising money um i think they made over two thousand in the end yeah the i'm combined. pretty oh no i think the team combined made more than two thousand okay so they did great um the they played video games for bobby played for as long as he possibly could physically could um and part of the extra life thing um was well the funniest one was luke sent bobby codes so there was a good 20 minute stream that me and luke watched where bobby tried to beat luke's level and couldn't and failed horribly and cursed a lot until he realized that luke was watching uh, but did not beat the level so that was good um then we also decided it would be a really good idea to stream a destiny raid <laughs> which so it started off as a good idea and bobby had asked me weeks ago if like if i could jump in and do it with them i was like okay and he said i really want to go through with a group of people that haven't done it before so that rather than like being led through or being like told what to do we can try and figure stuff out and you know people can watch us trying to figure it out so i thought all right fine like i know how we'll do the first one i know how to do it um kind (laughs) of so we'll do the first one so Hugh was also doing it and I remember playing the raid with Hugh and I somehow had got it in my head that Hugh had done it as many times as I had and we get into the very first five minutes of it and Hugh says to me no I've done it once I've got no idea what I'm doing I said oh oh goodness okay so I'm the only one in the whole room that that's done this I want to just pause this for a minute and go back to about about a year ago when the running theme was that Jackie would one day be leading in a fire team of people raiding. Now I had, <laughs> I, I had no idea that, that, that this was going on. And so finally I, I, I saw Bobby tweet, I'm going to be doing the raid. So I was like, I'll, 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 you know, I've got a couple of minutes right now. I'm going to jump in and watch this. And I hear your voice and I jumped up and down <laughs> and was like, well, I'm not going to watch this as much as I possibly can now. Well, also, like a year and a half ago, when I was like, I'm not playing Destiny. I know what that is. I don't want to play that. So, yeah, here we are. So You led, you led a fire team. <laughs> I did lead a fire team. So, it took us a little while to uh, get in there to start with. Because I was trying to... When, I, when we first started out, I was trying to do what Bobby had asked to do. Which was, I'm not going to say anything unless they can't figure it out. And then, like, if they ask, I'll help. 
so that they're figuring it out. Then I was thinking, well, the first team that ever did this that were good at the game, it took them like 16 hours. I'm like, no. I'm just going to tell them roughly what it is we need to do. So I explained about trying to hold down the plates in the first bit. and It took us a while, but honestly, not as long as I thought it would. Like it took us maybe 20, like 15 minutes to get that spire to form. And like once everyone knew what they were doing and where they were going and we did, we did pretty good. We get in there and we get to the Templar bit. It's hysterical. It's funny. Everyone's laughing. Really had a good, good time with it. Um, and again, considering no one had ever done it before and it was me having to tell people what to do we did pretty good like we only wiped a couple of times we got through we were okay the only reason you guys wiped only a few times is because nobody was paying attention to you saying let's just wipe and re and reset (laughs) and people kept running around reviving everybody yes yeah it was but yeah no one wants to wipe it was like we can do this i'm like but just wasting ammo but no no we were just but we did it we got through we managed to meet up down the bottom. We both went all went different ways and somehow still managed to meet up at the bottom. Um, it was at this point, it all went horribly wrong. Oh, it went super <laughs> wrong. Well, because as soon as I got down to the bottom of the Gorgon's Labyrinth, um, I realized that every time I had done this, the dozens and dozens and dozens of times I've done this, I would either follow Justin or Nick or Creeps or Lazar, whoever was on. I'd be like, oh, follow that person. And I don't think I've ever actually paid attention to where I was going. I would just run behind whoever was running and be like, la, 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 and stop when they told me to stop. And I was fine with this. It didn't matter to me. And honestly, my sense of direction, being able to make it back to your house every week, honestly, like blows my mind still. I actually find my way there. So my sense of direction is not fantastic. And (laughs) we spent a good half an hour running around blindly we first of all started off following me and then after five or ten minutes everyone started to one by one lose faith in my ability to get us through this maze and then everyone just started going different directions everyone starts getting spotted by gorgons they're screaming there's like just people jumping around it all just went horribly wrong oh i watched it was it was painful <laughs> and justin you were texting me left Except the trouble is, of course, when you stream it out from Twitch, there's about a 25-second delay. So by the time I, I would get the text saying left, I'd already gone right. I drew you guys a map. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Actually, did we ever tweet that map? No, out? and I drew you. That is hysterical. Well, the thing is, I, I, lo- I was impressed that you were leading the fire team. <laughs> but we got to work on your communication skills just a little bit. Because during the Oracle part of the Templar fight, I'm watching Bobby's screen. And I love Bobby very much. But that man has tunnel vision and only can see things right in front of him right. so uh, i was like you were like well, well there the, you needed to tell them where the oracle spawns because right. bobby was only under the assumption <laughs> that there was an oracle going to spawn right in front of him when there was one like five feet to his left right, right. so i had I to draw running around trying to find them yeah I, I drew a map of where all the yeah. oracles would spawn and right. then i i had to go do something and i came back and i was like they're never going to get past the Templar fight because the oracles show up in the middle of the Templar yes, fight. And yes. you guys, I was shocked. You guys, when I came I back, you were in the Gorgon layer. I remembered about like trying to time it well so that there's no point in like popping a shield if you hear an oracle pop. You oh, know? So I was wait, trying to do let's, that. Let's talk about something really quickly. And I want to know in the chat if everyone yelled at you the other night. So you ran up to the, you ran up to the Templar thinking you had to melee him. Did I? Yes, I watched because you kept dying when you were shooting uh, shooting the Templar shield down. Yes, because you were the one carrying the relic. 
and so you thought you had to melee him, you could shoot that thing from across the stage. Oh, see, this is a funny thing. This is what we were all disagreeing with. Yeah. But I, again, because why I play with you guys, it's, it's funny. I so you never, Jay, carry, you never carry the relic. Jay described it very well. He said, you're like their little sister. I said, it is. Whenever I play Destiny with you whole group, we have this little group that we play with. I'm like the little sister. So I never get to carry the sword. I never get to carry the relic. I just have to go and do what I'm told to do and shoot what I'm told to shoot. Because so- you stare at the ceiling most <laughs> of the time. Because I get fed up being told what to do, you see. So then what happens? Oh, no, 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 no. Let, let's, let's rewind a year and it comes back to you saying, I don't want any of that responsibility. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to stay over here. You see what happens is when I'm given responsibility, it all goes horribly wrong. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> so yeah that's why it's because i i had never actually carried the relic before and i was like whoa look at this what the fuck am i supposed to do with it so i was trying to figure it out but at the same time not give away the fact that i didn't know what i was doing to my team it was wildly was obvious <laughs> so andy messages me when you guys are in the gorgon layer yes. he sends me a text message and says she never paid one ounce of attention every time we did the raid but you got you got them all the way to the Gorgon Light. Now, the Gorgon Layer is confusing if you forget where to go yes. because you have to go left, yes. run up that big rock, right. then jump off and make a hard right. And you will not find that hard right if you're not looking that it's there. Right. It, it doesn't like it. It's, it's not completely obvious that's where you need to go. Yeah. But you would have, you almost got them to Atheon. <laughs> exactly. I think I did all right. You did really well. Considered. Consider, considering. Now you guys will teach me how to do it better because now you see what happens when you don't. See, so I'm like the little sister. You don't tell me anything, and then you throw me out into the world, and that's ja- what. Happens. Jackie, you played. You played that raid. <laughs> you must have played that raid fifty times. I know. I got like carried through. I admit it now. But oh. I also want to shout out to uh, one of our listeners. Actually, joined with us. Uh, we were looking for a sixth. Um, so GM beaten at Scrunchion on Twitter. Um, he is at. Uh, he's Gideon X, I think, on uh, PSN. So he jumped in with us and he did great. Like he really did. He was, when we were doing the whole, uh, the Templar fight with the oracles and stuff, he was able to like, he was holding down his area. So when I'm running around like crazy trying to figure out what the hell else is going on, who's dying and who's shooting what, and where the hell is everyone? He was like in the area, holding it down, killing those oracles. He did great. So a uh, big shout out to you for helping us out with that one. Cause I think it would have been a lot worse if he didn't. <laughs> So it was fun. You're proud of me, right? I was proud. <laughs> I, 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 and I like this. When I message Bobby and you at the same time, and I'm like, Jackie's leading a fire team. He's like, oh, Justin's mad that you're leading it. And I was like, no, I'm actually really happy that she's leading it. Well, that's funny. Bobby texted me and said um, something along the same lines. And I was like, oh, screw him. And he's like, no, he's proud of you. And I was like, oh, I love him. It's like, wow, that changed real quick. <laughs> but it was fun. And, you know, I had like in the back of my head, I'm actually like raising money here. Except I wasn't. I was helping Bobby. But still, I gave him money. Yes. In order to run him through the raid. <laughs> it was fun. I had fun with it. So that was my Sunday. In fact, the, the only reason we quit in the end was because I had uh, Luke and Jay both sat behind me going, we're hungry. Are you cooking dinner? Because we're hungry. Freaking life of a mother. That's you. Yeah. We actually had a question about Destiny. Yeah. Uh, it is from uh, GM Beaton. Oh, okay. From our listener. Yes. Who's at Scrunchian. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. And says, with new games released this month, is Destiny doomed? Nah, people come back to it. I yeah, think, well. In my opinion, that's one of those things where people are going to drop off for a few weeks. 
um, if not a few months. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to do the same. Like, it, it always has that draw for me. But there's a whole load of games that I want to get done. But things like Tomb Raider that I'm playing through right now, once I've done it, I'll go back and try and do the collectibles and stuff. But once I'm done, I'm done with it for now. And then when there's a little lull in games and I don't have anything that I'm really stuck into, I'll jump back into Destiny. So, as you know, if anyone else games the same way I do, I don't think it's doomed. I'm done with Destiny right now. You're so not done with Destiny. You're like Bob done with Destiny. Oh, no, I'm not done with it. Like, I'm never going to play it again. Like, I love that game. I will come back and play it. But I'm at the point right now where um, I've completed the raid a couple of times. I haven't beaten it on hard yet. But, like, I'm going to go get all the hard raid armor for what? Until they have something like, Mm -hmm. you know, the next expansion or something or, or new content like and just don't feel the pull to come back and get all the weapons like we have yeah. friends in our raiding party who are you know they want to get every weapon yeah. yeah and i totally understand that but there's other things i want to play right now so i'm on a i'm probably going to go on a bit of a destiny hiatus like i did when there was a content drought the last mm-hmm. time and then i'll come right back when there's more stuff i think it's also um it's one of those games and again I, I see this with the people that we play with a lot um it's one of these games where you tend to have people that they only play madden or they only play call of duty and i think we have a lot of there's a lot of people that really only play destiny they'll jump into the odd game here and there but they're not like me and you where it's like oh my god there's this fallout there's tomb raider there's star wars there's you know and we've got like a hundred other things that we really want to play too yeah. so i think that's where the difference is there's people like that that are going to just stick with destiny yeah and it's great and i don't i don't blame them but right now it's it is there's too much there's too much else right. to play right now exactly. well um for anyone that wants to see the archived footage of that wonderful raid <laughs> where captain jack really shined um you can go to bobby shortles twitch which i believe is angelus 104 a n g e l u s 104 and there should be an archived uh stream of that so you should be able to see um yes bobby said that he's uploading it so great yeah so everyone can see my my shining moment your skills (laughs) just i would say uh go on watch it and then just when it says there's about 20 minutes left or when it says gorgon's labyrinth just turn it off and pretend the rest didn't happen and then i'll maintain my reputation swell idea swell idea jack (laughs) right um so we talked about destiny but since we both quit destiny right now because we've been playing other stuff so Justin, I know you have like a ton. I have a lot on one game. You have a lot of games to talk about. So start us off. Well, it's actually funny that we, we're talking about all these different types of games because we got a question from the aforementioned Andy, our friend Andy. And uh, he actually asked us two questions. Let me go to the first one first. I and haven't seen this. I'd just like to say that these were not pre-looked at before no. the show. You're, you're throwing <laughs> this one at me. So Andy, it's fine. not be rude. His first one was like, thoughts on experimenting with new foods and when is a good time to fertilize manure, of course, your yard in the fall. And then he said, I knocked out your food and poop quota. Oh, fantastic. Nice combining the two in a different way to how we normally do. So his other question was, with all the games that have been dropped at the same time, how do you balance playtime? A little here and there of each or power through them one at a time? That is a really good question. So normally my answer would be I would power through them one at a time. But the problem is right now I have too many open world games. Mm, Oh, absolutely. The open world fatigue is actually what killed me with uh, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed last year. Yeah. That's what really did me in. It was just 
I'd had too many. I put Far Cry in. I got like two hours into it and I opened up the map and I was like, oh God, there's so much stuff. And it just freaked me out and I haven't turned it on since. That is like one one hundredth the size of Fallout. I know. And that's what's kind of scaring me. That's why out of the three I got, Fallout is the last one I'm going to put in. I think that's a swell idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it, for, for me right now, it's a little bit of everything, which drives me absolutely crazy. I hate being that way, right. but just to have more stuff to talk about, I've been putting in like a couple of hours in this, a couple of hours in this, a couple of hours in this, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm getting by right now. Well, it's fine. I was actually thinking about this um, earlier today before I even um, heard the question. And I think doing the show has really evolved how I play games because before I did the show, and I was more of a casual gamer and just like bits and pieces. Honestly, I really would only play like maybe four or five big titles a year. And it was normally Assassin's Creed. It was Zelda, uh, Tomb Raider. Like I've always loved Tomb Raider games. But I would get the game and I would get stuck into it. And Assassin's Creed, especially the early ones, I would play them until I had 100%ed every collectible, every mission, every time challenge, absolutely everything. And then I would turn it off and the next day I would pull it in, I would delete my progress and I would play it again. It is the craziest <laughs> thing. I, you've been you've been telling us that for right. since day one and exactly. it is still like the strangest game I ever think to start replaying. Right, so this is the thing. This is what I used to do. And I would do the same with Zelda. I would just, I'd play the same handful of games and I would just do them. Like I can, I could lead you through the first Assassin's Creed with my eyes closed, like, all of it um so now because i'm doing the show and i i've you know my year of growth is still ongoing um i was playing tomb raider earlier and whereas it would absolutely be a game where the last one i played even with the the new the last one that came out i was going back to areas once i got an upgrade on a weapon or an upgrade on a skill i would go back to the previous area clear out the area of collectibles and the stuff that i couldn't do yeah i did that with the last tomb raider right so on this one, I'm like, nope, I, I, I've got to finish this story. And when I finish the story, I can move on to Assassin's Creed and Fallout. And- I'm like, no, don't do that. Go back and do all the, the no, tombs I and will. stuff. I will. But <laughs> I just, I want to I wanna knock the game out. I want to be like, all right, I've got a good amount of time. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. But it's done. On to the next one. And I will go back and I will absolutely 100% it just once I've done the other games that I've got. So it's definitely changed how I play games. Like Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah see which again is still installed and i still own so technically i have not quit okay you haven't quit yes. yet thank you nick if you know you're listening he's listening <laughs> did not quit that game i will finish it one day one anyway. day so uh yes that's a really good question it's definitely i so definitely used to be uh, obsessed with and now i'm gonna knock it out and move on there you go uh what else you been playing uh, just, You're I guess a weird one. I've Tell been, us about the odd, bizarre. <laughs> like I have so many games to play, but you know we're talking this week about Fallout and Halo and and Tomb Raider and all these games that have come out. And you turn up this week and you say to me, "Well, I played Transformers Devastation." <laughs> of all things, yeah. Uh, so I, I've mentioned it on the show before. Um, you know, I was a huge fan of High Moon's um, Fall of Cybertron, and I think it's War for Cybertron. Uh, Transformers games. I've never watched the cartoon as a kid. I'd never really had any Transformers toys. I was just big into Ninja. I was just I had a Transformers club. 
big into Ninja Turtles and Thundercats and all that, and just Transformers and GI Joe kind of just like passed me by. Mm-hmm. Um, but those games really hooked me in, especially the multiplayer on those games. So like me and my friend Eric, the the, uh, the guy I go to PAX with, um, we loved them. And so anytime there's a new Transformers game, we we get excited, and uh, usually it ends in like sur- uh, super disappointment. Um, uh, there was a Transformers MMO Since coming when? out. What do you mean? Like, has it always been a disappointment? Or is there no, like, there a since where it was good? Well, no, the, those two High Moon games were really right. good. And so that's what hooked me on the idea of Transformers. And, just off to and then after that, like, they came out with another one that was a movie tie in, and that wasn't good. And uh, then there was an MMO that was in the works that got canceled, and uh, that was disappointing. Uh, so I think it was during E3, it was leaked that Platinum, uh, whose track record is mostly good, was doing a cell shaded. A Transformers game in the style of the old cartoon. Now I know what the old cartoon looks like, um, and this looks just like it. It's gorgeous. It's one of the more gorgeous games I've played this year. Just from like, like artistically, artistically, the color, like the colors are so vibrant and poppy. Um, and it is a like hack and slash game. Like it, you know, you are on a very linear path um through uh, through the city and you you can switch between characters and you could get upgrades and all this stuff but it's like you know the, the, the combat style is very similar to god of war you're like hacking and slashing and and doing super moves and uh it's it was a lot of fun so it was only 50 bucks and eric was like i don't want to spend any money you know because he hates spending money on video games uh so i was like look like why don't we just split it and i'll pay 25 you pay you pay 25 and we'll just split it and we'll pay it and we'll we'll both play it and we'll get rid of it and the reviews on it were like surprisingly positive uh especially if you were a fan of the show which i know eric was so i went to toys r us one day i bought it and just brought it back and i was like here like you know just just start playing it let me know how it is so he said he beat it in like a weekend so it was only like maybe like eight to ten hours long and then there's like challenge modes and stuff like that that you can play uh, and he's like, I liked it. It was good. And so he gave it to me. And so I figured ah, you know what? Like I could probably knock this out over the weekends. Yeah. And so I was figuring before black ops came out on the Sunday when I was going to go do the deal, let me just try and bang through this game really quickly. And, uh, it would seem like a good idea at the time. Uh, I liked it. I, like the thing is like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And I'm at the point where it's like, if I don't love something, I'm not going to keep playing it. Right. Uh, so I played through like the first act uh and like i said it was fun like you could transform into a car like you know uh, i was sideswiped for a while for most of it and so he has these two these two blades and you know you can do in combos like square square triangle 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 and once you get like that combo off it'll tell you like very quickly like there'll be a quick prompt like transform and you could transform into a car uh and then like ram the person with the car and if you time that correctly and you hit like forward and square you could do another move where you stun him and you could transform into a car again so it's like a combo game uh and it was fun but like the boss battles were not that much fun because they were they were a little bit difficult like where one yeah like one giant um one giant transformer could punch you and like half your health is gone and you're taking off like little chunks at a time um but the game didn't do a great job of explaining its own systems to you so eventually you can just um, upgrade – you could upgrade things. Uh, so like you know, you could – the whole time you're playing, you're collecting these materials, which then you can like uh, – you can craft stuff. So be like, oh, you know, I have like a thousand coin here or whatever they call their credits or I have five – or you know, you could have 5,000 credits and um, like a mini game will pop up if you choose 
like either one. And so I would always choose the 5,000 one because you have so many credits in this game. And there'll be like a, um, a horizontal needle that moves back and forth very quickly. Oh, okay. And if you get it, you hit X on the right spot and it lands in this area that's blue or the green or whatever, you will get a like a relic that you could then equip. So maybe it'll be like you like do a random way to upgrade. Well, it's not even like upgrades, but like here's a way where you like and they were all completely random, but it was, you know, your vehicle does. 10% more damage and you'll find 3% more ammo on the field and you could equip like two or three of these at a time. Okay. So um, modifiers. Yeah, they're, they're modifiers. And then what well, the whole time you're playing, you're, you're picking up stuff along the way. So you're picking up different weapons and stuff. Uh, but they didn't really explain very well. And it's called synthesizing. Uh, and I just, just from playing video games for a while, I kind of figured out like, Oh, this is what you can do. So you could take like a pair of, of uh, like a melee weapon, like a hammer and then you could take like a pistol and each of those have levels and then you could combine those two things together to get a better item. Right. Like and then a pistol that fires hammers because that would be great. That would be pretty awesome, <laughs> but no, nothing like that. Uh and now I see why you didn't like this game. No, it was fun. It was like it was a fun game, but like I, I the whole time I was playing it I was like I really should be playing uh something else. I really should be playing like, like a mission in awesome Metal Gear. Game, like yeah. A- I mean, if you in were a, a couple of years, you'd be like, oh, do you remember that Transformers game? Yeah, Eric, I mean, Eric, about Eric played it, but the boss battles were a pain in the ass. And like, I came back to Eric and I talked to him on uh, Monday and I was like, what do you think of the first boss battle? He's like, it was annoying and it only gets more annoying from like the boss battles only get more annoying from there. So, yeah. And it's like, it, it, if it's a game I sat down and just played for a while, I could, I could, I know I could beat it. It's just, I didn't feel like. There uh, wasn't much motivation for you to want to carry on and beat it. No. And I played for like a couple of hours and. Like I was like, wait a second, not a single trophy has popped in this game yet, which is strange when you're playing something for a long time and you're like, am I in like the very beginning parts of the game? And I was like, no, but Eric said it was short. (laughs) So, I mean, if you're a fan of the TV show, I, I mean, I can't recommend it more from everything that I played. Like it, they have the, all the old characters, the old voices. It looks fantastic. If you don't have that nostalgia, it might not be a good enough game to drop 50 bucks on, right? Yeah, and it will drop in price. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to pull up a picture so I could show you here what it looks like. Well, for me, like I loved the old Transformers cartoon, but I'm the same way. It's like I can't imagine having the time to play one like that right now. That's kind of what it looks like, it's or almost cool. exactly. Yeah, I'm have to tweet a picture out. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was Transformers. Um, now, the last time we talked to you, you were almost completely done with the Halo Five campaign. Yes. Did you finish it? I did. I did and that night, actually. No spoilers. Well, no, no, always, no spoilers. We always spoiler-free with the big new releases. No but, spoilers. Um, spoiler-free, can you tell us overall impressions? Because the viral marketing campaign for this game was one of the biggest we've ever seen. And very, very focused on the story. And from everything I've heard, it may not be exactly what, uh, what it was led to... Uh, what you were led to believe, right? Yeah, so I talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, that the game is completely different from what the viral, mar- uh, viral marketing wanted you to believe. Uh, and I expect, uh, expressed some concerns um, last week with the story. And, you know, I was leaving off on the caveat that, you know, I had one more mission to go. And that, so now that I've beaten it and I've, I've had a couple of days to, like, sit there and, and think about how I felt about uh, the way the story played out, I have, like, it's a mixed bag for me. Uh, technically, technically speaking, it's my favorite Halo campaign ever. I think the the visuals, uh, the way that they set up the encounters, the multiple ways to approach it, um, 
the, all the different weapons. Um, I think the soundtrack is really good, even though I liked four a little bit more. Uh, that stuff's all great. I'm not thrilled with where they took the story. It's not where I was hoping that they would go with it. Uh, and I expressed concern last week over the ending, which I had heard left a very Halo 2 feeling in your mouth. Uh, and the ending didn't bother me so much. Not Like like I said, I'm, I'm not crazy about where the story's going, but the ending left me in a way intrigued, not intrigued, but like I'm okay with where it, it, it left off. It didn't feel like uh, like Halo 2 where I was just, I was like frustrated that I, I couldn't continue the campaign right then and there. You're not making me want to continue playing Halo 2. Well, it's different for Halo <laughs> 2 because it's solved by the fact that you can just go play Halo 3. For us, it was, you know, three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming that the wait will be very similar for this. Um, it leaves off in a better spot than two did. Mm-hmm. And I'm left not thrilled with this, where the story is going, but at least, I guess, yes, intrigued enough to like want to see where this all goes. Um, it's okay. good. It's good. But like you enjoyed your time with it. Oh, I, I enjoyed my time with Are it. You still playing the uh, multiplayer? Okay, well, well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> okay, so tell us this whole other thing. Uh, I, just jumping back to the campaign for one more second. Okay. The only thing that really disappointed me in it is how little you actually play as Master Chief. Huh. There's 15 missions, and for 12 of them, you are the other guy. Oh, really? It's it's, it's wow. 11 or 12. Wow, that is not even uh, nearly equal. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And the the other guy's really not that interesting. His team is interesting because that's where your the love of your life is. <laughs> Nathan. Yes. His team's really interesting. And uh, they have some really cool um, dialogue. Uh, there's, a, there's like a really cool part in, early in the game where you are finding out where one of his team members learned to speak. Um, I think it's it's the dialect of the elites. Right. Like she's like, oh, I, I, this is how I learned how to speak it. And like... In four other games, no one's even even been hinted at speaking that language. Okay. Uh, so, like, that, that that stuff is all cool, but he's not very cool. Uh, they could have done more with him, and they didn't. Um, but, I, like I said, I'm still interested to see where it goes, and I'll be online to play Halo 6 first day. <laughs> of course you are. The PvP is kind of a nightmare for me. Oh, because everybody's so much better than you? Yes, well, that... Um, well, the fact that you even said that is amazing. I'm Justin's year of growth. No. <laughs> It's different. Like it, it moves way different, uh, way differently than any other Halo game I've played before. I talked about that last week. It's faster. The verticality of the levels is something that you, I haven't really had to pay attention to in any other Halo game before. Like, oh, I have to pay attention in, in Halo like two or three. Top of the head, right? yeah, or they're on top of you and uh, they're on. Um, you don't expect it, and I'm not used to the way that their radar system works. God, I love the way that game moves, though. Like, I wish every game that I was playing had that boost button that. Uh, Halo 5 does even like I played or Destiny yeah well, I'm, I'm, is, playing, I'm still playing through Halo 2 the number of times I've jumped off an edge hit my boost just fall into my doom <laughs> it's I played Destiny Halo 5 and Call of Duty all on the same night on Sunday and I by the time I got to Call of Duty I was like thinking that I was playing Destiny and Call and Halo at the same time I'm trying to boost when I can't boost and roll when I can't roll and um, the sir, like I'm still having a problem with their matchmaking. Oh, really? Yeah, and apparently a lot of people still are. Um, I just how long is it taking you to get into a match? It's not that I can get to a match oh. within seconds. That's it is the fa- one of the fastest matchmakings I've ever seen in a game ever. Oh, okay. I jump in, I'm like, I want to play Team Slayer, and I'm in a match 
15, 20 seconds later, or I'm, I'm at least paired with, uh, it's four on four, so seven other players. Right. It's in the middle of the match. I just get random lag where, and I mentioned this last week, where enemies and teammates are just running into a wall, and it's like, well, I got to wait this out, and maybe it'll be 10 seconds. I'll only die once, or it's going to be two minutes. I'm going to die five times. Yeah, that's really frustrating. And I've reached out, you know, I, I've gone on forums and stuff, and the, the, they, as far as I know, I haven't looked in a couple of days because I haven't been on, able to play in a couple of days. Um, but there has been like no official fix yet from three four three, and people are finding workarounds about changing certain ports on your router. And it's like I don't want to have to do that for no, one game. Absolutely, yeah, you really shouldn't have to do that. But besides that, it's just it is it's brutal. It's it's hard to like go into something uh, and be decimated all the time. And I'll talk more about that when we talk about Call of Duty. Uh, that is a running theme for me this week. So I, what I've found is I like playing SWAT, which is headshots only, and there's no radar or anything, and I it's would a much be awful at that. You would think so? Oh no, I definitely would. But you, you have no idea every every P- P- PVP I play is I destroy people from the kneecaps down. That's it. Well, this is it's fun because everyone starts with the same weapon, and there's no radars, and it kind of takes the fast movement out of the game because you have to be more methodical because if you're sprinting. You're just going to run around the corner. And it's not. It's not even that. It, well, there's no shotguns. It's oh, it's only um, either battle rifles or pistols. So the sprinting will. If you are running, it takes you an extra like half a second to stop and aim your weapon. Mm-hmm. Where the, if a person's walking, you are dead. Right. So it's much more methodical and like i'm gonna like creep around this corner and stuff uh so i mean yeah i like that and i haven't really got to go back into warzone and i really want to um so i'm gonna keep playing it and just hopefully my connection or whatever their problem is gets better uh i'd love to play with some more people and i know that some people have reached out and i just haven't been able to link up with anybody when like i jump on because i just jump on and i'm like playing two matches at a time and then i've got to go so okay but keep trying right yeah i'm gonna keep playing what about you? Did you play Halo 2? I did. I got um, a little while over halfway through it. Wait. At this rate, we'll I be ready. Know. We'll be ready for Halo, Halo 6. Six. I will be all set to go. Uh, that's why I didn't even buy Halo 5 with the deal. Like a target deal. I know. I thought like, about that yeah, when... I thought it was a consideration because I'm really enjoying playing it. But I was like, it's taken me so long to get through. So I got a little more than halfway through 2. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's the first game... That actually has made me feel uh, seasick, like motion sickness. Really? Yeah, which is really weird. I played it for probably like three, three and a half hours and just had to like call it a day because it just, I don't know what it is. Like I play a lot of first person stuff. I play, you know, I've never, ever suffered from it. And it just really kind of started making me feel queasy. Call of Duty usually does that to me. Yeah, isn't it weird when you just... And then it it takes like a little bit for me to get like reused to it. But Call of Duty is the only real, I think the only game that I, I... started getting seasick on right but it's, it's fun i'm enjoying it the story's great the video looks amazing like the little movie sections oh yeah i have absolutely no idea what's going on but like the weird little it, it, like men with the long necks well, not men, the prophets aliens. i know they've got like really long necks and they remind me of something from a sci-fi movie and i can't quite put my finger on what it is but anyway those things <laughs> who you know really in real life like couldn't support their head with the weight of that neck and stuff it's yeah. video games, Jackie. Let it go. Right. They've got funny little hats. and like. Anyway, I've been enjoying it. I know what's going on, but I've been enjoying it. Um, and, you know, the shoot mechanism is fantastic. I'm getting used to switching the guns and, like, on all that. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Good. But I'll get back to it sometime after Christmas. I'll be 
all done with Halo 2. <laughs> oh, we can move on to three then. This is exciting. One day we'll make it to one day we'll make it to four. Exactly. Uh, so Call of Duty. Yes. Did how much campaign did you do? No campaign. No campaign. No campaign because we're, we're going to do it co-op. And I had just found I just found this out. So apparently, after you beat the campaign on the hardest setting, there's like another secret campaign with zombies. Oh, cool! Like they normally have their zombies mode, but I didn't know that there was another campaign with zombies. Right, fantastic! Uh, so award for finishing. Yeah, that's the first one to do it. So yeah, Call of Duty. So I played the beta in August, and I liked it. And I usually don't like Call of Duty multiplayer. Um, it just feels like everyone should have the one hit uh, kill modifier on, like we used to in Goldeneye. Because it just feels like you die the second that you're seen. But I played it with our, you know, our, our friend Mike, and he really liked it and wanted to get it. And um, our friend Mike Lazaro wanted to. He didn't play the beta, but he wanted to try it. He wants to like move on from Destiny, and try something else for a while. So I said, "Hey, we're going to get this. We're going to do this target deal. It'll be forty bucks." So he's like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." So we played PvP the first night, and so that was two days after the game had come out, and there's already guys who have prestiged, or they're in the high fifties, and they have such better guns than you do. And we got housed repeatedly <laughs> in PvP. I, I, actually, we were in a, uh, a chat party all together, and I could hear it going on. And Mike Lazaro sounded like he was either going to go out and kill someone in real life or just curl up in a corner and cry. Yeah, so he's like, I wonder how much money I can get if I trade this in and stuff. <laughs> he was already gone. And I was like, it's Call of Duty. Like, We need to level up a ton and just fight through this because we didn't get it on launch day, so we're behind everybody. Because you start you start the game with an AK-47 with no scope, no barrel, no grip, no nothing, and they're running around with, you know... If it's been out for 48 hours, there's people that have been playing it for 48 and a half, right? Yeah, they've got... Yeah. I, I died from a guy who had a, like, a heavy machine gun or a submachine gun that had like this biometric scope, which pulled out like enemies like I, I was the enemies are the only thing that shows up in red and he was <laughs> sniping me from across the map with this fully automatic weapon and i was like there's nothing i can do with this yeah, exactly. like you just got to fight through it and so mike just gave like mike and gleesey just gave up he's like I'll, I'll come back to it another time so me and laz played maybe like four hours of, of pvp and he was hating it and hating it and hating it and hating it and i found the gun that i always always use it's the second gun in the in the um the assault rifle tree and it's this like it's a it's a pulse rifle in destiny so it shoots three bullets but i always use those type of guns because if you're careful and you can aim for the head they're instant kills Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can level your weapons up in that game so uh, you start at level one and the more you level it up the more attachments you unlock for it but in call of duty you also have to pay attention to the fact like you're only allowed to bring in i think it's 10 things with you into the map so your 10 things include your gun your secondary, which is a rocket launcher, your three perks, you can you can bring in three grenades, and now you start messing with attachments. So I just started taking certain stuff out. Like I have, I go into the match with no grenades, right. and I have, no, four, I have four. I have yeah, I have four attachments on my gun, so it doesn't. It has no recoil. It's level ten you now. Give you that option. Yeah, it's, nice it's really cool. It's really cool that they let you do that. Um, your score streaks count for it. Um, and so, like, I could do okay. Like, I could hold my own somewhat now. Mm-hmm. And up until, like, last night, Laz was like, I hate this game. I hate this game. Still. And then he finally found a gun that he likes sort <gasps> of using. The corner, hey, he's so turning He's turning the corner a bit. Without getting his head shot. Yeah. It's, but you die so fast in that game. <laughs> because, like, this game has all these specialists, which is very new for a Call of Duty game. So there's, like, I think 10 different specialists. And each specialist has these two abilities. 
Uh, and so the more you play, you get unlock tokens. So you unlock things, obviously, with these tokens. So it's like, I want to unlock a new gun here. Like, once the gun becomes avail- available to right. you at the whatever, like, level 12, you use this token to unlock it. But does it make you, like, pick and choose which way you want to go with stuff? I have, like, right now, I, I have... 15 unlock tokens so i you build them up kind of quickly every time you level you get one uh and so like if you want to unlock another specialist as as long as they're available to you at your level you can do that and then you unlock their ability with one uh so i've been using the it's the second specialist available it's the girl with the bow and so her special ability is that she pulls out a bow that has an explosive grenade at the end of it and you can charge it up and shoot it across the map like a sniper rifle or if the person's really close in front of you, she can like quick fire it, and if it hits you, you die instantly. <laughs> right, as it should do. Yeah, you know if you think about it. So yeah, uh, I, I, that's the class I've been using, and you know sometimes we get absolutely we get absolutely wrecked by guys who have better specialists unlocked and better guns unlocked. But that's the way Call of Duty is, has always been. I'm having fun for it right now. You know, a month from now, I may not be playing the game anymore. But for now, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to do the campaign. I want to do the the, their zombies part, which I hear is really fun. Um, This has more stuff in it than any other Call of Duty game that's ever come out. Like more modes, more maps, more things to do. Uh, So for now, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. And you said you're going to do it co-op. Yeah, the co-op it's four four player co-op for the campaign, which is new. Advantage or disadvantage to doing that? I don't think so. You know, you just jump in with your friends. Mm Call of Duty campaigns have never been like super long. They're like yeah. this one's I think like five or six hours You're if you play it on normal. The thought to the game, right? Yeah, uh, but I always like the afterthought because it's just like a dumb fun thing I can go do. <laughs> right. And it's weird. This one supposedly has some sort of like sci-fi element uh, oh. to it, and I don't and know. New? I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but. We were playing a multiplayer map, and we were running. It's this like you're in this town, and then we were running on the outside of the town, and we're on a cliff. And so Laz is there with me, and he's like, "Why are the rocks floating?" And you look to the right, and there's all these rocks just like floating in the air. And I was like, "I have no idea." That's weird. So I'm interested to play the campaign to see if that ties into it at all, or what's going on. Awesome. Well, I had to pick one of the three to get started with this week between my three uh, deals. So I figured Fallout 4, absolutely gigantically massive. And if I do like it, I won't put my head outside the front door for the next six months. So I was like, mustn't start with that. Um, Assassin's Creed, despite not buying it on day one, I'm also like, no, that is not going to be my first choice. I knew you were going to... angry about Unity. I knew you were going to pick Tomb Raider. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really looking forward to Tomb Raider coming out. Um, first of all, I've played every Tomb Raider. Like it's one of my uh, games that I love. Well, we actually have a question yeah. from a new listener. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve R. Say Jr., who is at dead underscore anchoress, <laughs> wonders, what is Jackie's favorite installment of the Tomb Raider series? And how does she feel about Laura's betrayal in the new games? Well, is he talking about the new new game? Like this new game? Because I'm not going to go into any spoilers. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so I, I mean, maybe the portrayal in the last in the last yeah. game. So first of all, the last game is my favorite in this in the whole franchise. Really? Yeah, yeah. It really, it really is because it's the first one where Lara has felt, if you'll excuse the pun, considering her character, she's felt three D to me. Um, she's <laughs> fully fleshed out. Again, I'm like really struggling to come with uh, like actual adjectives that don't make me laugh. So anyway. <laughs> So the last one I really, really enjoyed. Um, I was a little pulled off by the shooting aspect just because it's 
not something I'm great at, but I love the puzzle aspects. I wanted more of the tombs. You know, we've gone over this with the last one. Um, so with the new one coming out, as I'm really excited to get stuck into it. It's one of the reasons I have the Xbox One anyway, was because this was going to be an exclusive. Um, so I got stuck in. I am, I want to say like I've done nine to ten hours between today and yesterday because I, I took a day off work again which is really bad uh if i could have taken a day off work to start fallout 4 uh or to play more fallout 4 i would have i know right? i have this great advantage where if i have to take the day off i can but i also get paid by the hour so if i don't work i don't get paid so it's yeah. like every like the witcher was my previously the most expensive game i had because i took a whole day off to play it tomb raider same thing um, so I got really stuck into this game. I'm like eight or nine hours in. First of all, it looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. I, I've, oh my God. I've watched some gameplay Amazing. videos of it and I've been trying to stay away because I'm not playing this game for a year. Yes. Yeah. You're going to wait for the PlayStation. I'm going to wait for the well, PlayStation one. Spoiler free. Um, so it looks, the, the environments that you're in feel organic and real and, just there's there's no way of explaining just how well the lighting and the shadows and the everything about it feels like you could reach out and touch it like it just is absolutely gorgeous it's not just when you stand on a mountaintop and you look out you know those things video game developers have been doing that kind of landscape thing well for a while but it's just running through a building and seeing how your shadow hits the wall and how the the dust is coming through the air or that kind of thing just makes it feel really really good um the story is fantastic so far oh good i, I was feel, oh, it feels like one of my favorite shows ever is alias like I, I don't know if you've ever watched that show it's an early jj abrams you know jennifer garner it's based on a comic book so good so good all right so i love that show um it feels like watching an episode of that it's really good there's like twists and turns you really liked alias oh, i love Alias, what was her name in the show? Sydney Bristow. Isn't Alias based off of Jessica Jones? I don't think so. She's got no superpowers. It's, it's a little supernatural. Gosh, but she was a, she was a private eye, right? No. Oh, okay, I'm mixing up show, I'm mixing up shows in my head. Yeah, no, she works for the CIA. Ah. But there's there were it's J.J. Abrams. There's twists and turns, and and that's what it's been like so far. I figure I'm like maybe halfway through the game. Like I'm guessing at it. Uh, I think I'm halfway through. But it's there's stuff that goes on. She feels like a very good character and they've, they've really rebooted um, the whole backstory. Like you get some uh, backstory on her dad and what happened to him and how it affects her. And it's completely different to the previous games. Like they've really, when they talked about rebooting it, they've definitely rebooted it. It's not the same story. There's a couple of things about in the past about what happened with Lord Croft. Like he died or he died, but his body was never discovered and therefore might still be alive. And there's, you know, there's a lot of Tomb Raider lore that's changed. And with this, it's been a complete reboot. So you get a more engrossing story about how she grew up and where she's from and her relationship with her father, how it ties into what it is that she's doing now. And it's very interesting. Um, it's also got those uh those scenes in it where all of a sudden you're running for your life and you have to jump and you have to wind and yeah, those, to those action sequences it's so cool it really is exciting it drives me crazy that you're in love with this and you hate you don't like uncharted oh it's just boring me right now oh my god <laughs> i know i can't explain why but i love this 
Um, I will say it's not a huge departure from the last one. It does a lot of the same stuff. It does it better. It looks better. It, you know, the the upgrades are better. But it, it, it is very, very similar to the last one. I had heard that there were way, way, way more tombs than there were in the last one. There are. I just haven't gone looking for all of them Okay. Yet. But, you know, when it comes to the actual... The upgrade system, the landscapes, the uh, what you need to do to progress through the levels, the rope arrows, the explosive arrows, like all of this kind of stuff is gotcha. very much the same. But that's okay. You know, it did it well. Um, but one thing that's kind of funny that <laughs> just bugs me, I don't know why, is I think she needs to bulk up a little bit because all the time you're not moving, you are shivering. <laughs> I know what shivering looks like. No, but it's constant. Like every time you stop moving, and even when she gets a coat, well, the, I kind of like that. Like <laughs> you look at you look at her in the old games, and she is. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll give you a great example. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite Tomb Raider game of all time was Tomb Raider. I think it was Legends, mm-hmm. which came out on the 360. Uh, it was the first Tomb Raider game since like whatever miserable one came fr- came yeah, before that. I can't really remember. Was it three that. or four before that? Yeah. Um. The game had a, it had a great story and everything, had a really cool ending, mm-hmm. and I waited forever for the sequel, and the sequel was disappointing. Uh, there's a part in the sequel where you are swimming in the Arctic Ocean looking for these artifacts or whatever, and you are wearing like not even like a full wetsuit, and <laughs> yeah. she is underwater for forever, yeah. swimming around, showing yeah. no signs of hypothermia, and I was like... <laughs> games rarely break like in my right, brain right. i was like this is insane she'd be dead five seconds after she got into the well, water the funny thing about this is that she's constantly shivering trying to make you you know feel that she's vulnerable when it's cold and also she i don't know why it struck me more in this one than it ever has before but she's tiny like against even all the other characters even other female characters in this she looks tiny she looks like she's maybe five foot tall and about 85 pounds so it's kind of like funny because uh, unless you i give people a tip if you want to have a challenge when it comes to the combat and the shooting and all this kind of stuff turn up the difficulty because if you play it on the regular setting i'm not even that great at, at the combat things it's pretty easy it, and she is an indestructible killing machine like she's five foot and an indestructible killing machine like you can craft freaking like molotov cocktails and throw them at people's heads in a second flat so I would definitely say, like, uh, if you want a challenge, crank it up at the very, very beginning. Crank good to know. Up. Yeah. Um, the traversal is really good as well. Like, it's almost like parkour. So I felt like Prince of Persia in certain bits. <laughs> I watched you play not even 30 seconds of it before. Yeah. And I was like, I have to look away because I want to play this right now. And I've got it like a year to wait. Right. Well, the funny thing about that <coughs> is uh, when you walked into the room, I wasn't actually, like, traversing gigantic landscapes i was running around catching chickens yeah you were <laughs> and even that was like this is a nice looking game those are yes. nice looking chickens yes you catch the chicken truss up its legs and throw it in the pen so there's a ton of challenges there's a ton of side quests actually this was a, an, an additional bit normally there's just a whole load of collectibles and a whole load of upgrade uh things that you need to do and it has all of that but it also actually has um secondary characters that you can go to and they'll say well 
the enemy, and again, spoiler free, I'm not going to say who it is, but the enemy have put these things in this area. Please go get rid of them. Or we need to prepare ourselves for a battle. Please go collect this, this, and this for us and go put this in the bucket. And So there's some more developed uh, side missions that make the secondary characters a little more interesting. Um, but it, it's fantastic. I really am enjoying it right now. And I, I just want to play it more. I want to, as much as I wanted to blow through it, I have been going back and trying to like collect certain things that I've missed. And it's just the, the tombs that I have found have actually stumped me for a little bit. And it's cool because you're like, you're looking around, you're like, oh, okay, I need to do this in order to do this. And then it's going to do this. Have and, no time for that. Oh, then, yeah, you might want, might not want to do too many of the optional tombs because they're no, I, if, challenging. You know, with, with puzzle aspects like that, I have no problem just being like, you know what? Somebody give me a guide because I... I <laughs> I'm one of those guys with puzzles yeah. that I will just miss the obvious answer if it's smacking right. me in the face. Like, <laughs> my brain does not work around right. puzzles very well. And I like playing Tomb Raider for the, you know, the scenery, the, you know, the supernatural part of the story, you know, where the, where the game takes you in those, like, in crazy action moments. Yeah. Like, I fell in love with that with Uncharted and, like, it carried over to the last Tomb Raider game. Right. Uh, so, I, as far as, like, the tomb part, I was one of the few people who did not care there was a ton of tombs. Or the oh, tombs that were there were, like, very easy to figure out. Yeah, last one, they definitely were. But the addition of, um, if you just click the right stick, it does, like, the, you know, Batman Super Sense thing. And it's just like, oh, okay. Okay. So it makes it a lot easier because, you know, you pretty much figure this thing isn't highlighted in yellow for the sake of it. It's because I need to use it. So it's like that, that helps. That makes it a lot easier. Uh, But it's a fantastic game. I can't recommend it enough. If you liked the last one, you're going to love this one. Cool. Definitely. Yay. Only got a year. I, I have an Xbox. That's the point. Why are you not? Why, why are you not just getting it? Because I have a backlog that's a million miles long. Oh, Tomb Raider will take you like a weekend. I know, but I want to play it on. I want to play it on PlayStation. Really? That's why? where I play all my multi-platform games. And like, if I don't get around the Tomb Raider for next year, it's mm. it'll bother me. But I'll wait. And I wasn't thrilled mm. with the whole. Um, you know, I talked about this with Bobby a bit, like the whole stepping in, Microsoft stepping in and buying a year of the game's availability to PlayStation players. Mm-hmm. That'd be like if Sony came in and bought a year of Fallout. Right. You know, right. that would really like that. That annoyed me a bit. Um, right, so you're like, no, if it would look, if it was, it, if it was an absolute Xbox exclusive, I would be playing it next weekend or something. Yeah. But yeah. I know that it's coming to PlayStation, so I'm just gonna wait till it, it comes there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'd say avoid spoilers if you can, because oh. so far the story is shaping up to be pretty good. I can avoid spoilers, I hope. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing? Well, Steve asked another question. Have, Uh-oh. Has, I don't like this Steve guy. Nah, I know. It's weird. These yeah, new guys. I know, right? Um, he asked if either one of us had started Fallout. I have. Um, you have. Yes, do tell. Um, I'm just going to drink your Dr. Pepper. That's you go- my Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, I like it. Um, I'm Dr. A fa- Pepper or Fallout? Both. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, so I, I I've played about an hour and about a half half of that was spent making a character. Well, I saw an IGM review that said that um, they were rev- reviewing it. They were twenty hours in, very very early. They said yes, <laughs> yes, very early in those games. So, yeah. You know, I mean, you played Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got the I got I like Fallout. You said that it was like a little you know psychological nudge. Like but yeah, see, you like Skyrim, see? yeah. Nudge nudge. Uh, did you ever have any like game breaking bugs in Skyrim? Oh yes. Okay. Oh god. 
god so, I've talked about it on the show before it was the level 4 vampire where the guy that was going to cure me kept trying to kill me instead yeah. yeah so this game's full of those oh really it's just it's a Bethesda thing yeah, their games totally are is. full of jank and and bugs and like I kind of get it I mean they let you do more in these games than any other open world game like you can pick up almost everything and by doing that you know Every time you pick something up, it's one more chance for the game to break somewhere. So I, you know, I'm at the point where. And you've account- encountered these, or you've no, no, no. I just I just heard about them. Um, that the game doesn't run run great on console, and that it runs much better on PC. Okay. Um, the frame rate will dip on consoles. Um, you know, there's there there's going to be these things where sometimes there are people floating in midair. or um, you know, like weird, <laughs> like people get stuck in the walls. Thing with Skyrim is. I would read articles about all these weird things and I'd see people complain about these weird things. When I was playing it, it would happen all the time, but I would just like laugh and move on. Yeah. As long as it didn't break the game, it did not bother me at all. So there was one part of Skyrim that broke for me and I lost about three hours progress, which is... Oh, that really would kill me. So I fell down. uh, I don't remember. A bridge wouldn't spawn or wouldn't do something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And... uh, I could not progress further into this level. Like I needed that bridge to come down and it wouldn't come down. Right. And uh, I, I, other people had run into the glitch there and it fixed itself, but I had to go back and reload an earlier save. The problem was I forget to save all the time. And so it was about two hours back. Yeah. Uh, so I lost, you know, in, in the hundred hours of, of Skyrim that I played, I lost two hours. Like I, I had to play hundred, two hours to play a hundred. Right. Which I in the grand admit, Skyrim, it, it happened a couple of times where I would get a little um, sloppy and I'd like go into a town, do something, but then I'd be running through the wilderness for half an hour and yeah. would suddenly encounter something I couldn't kill and would get, you know, and if you didn't save, you were kind of screwed. So when I was earlier on in the game, I mean, I got to the point where I was so overpowered, nothing could kill me. Yeah. But earlier on in the game, I got so in the habit of just like, wait, 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 just so it would auto save that I was never really more than 10 minutes out. Uh, so the, the reviews have all been super positive. Um, you know, there are review, there are people who have played it like video game personalities that don't like it. Uh, but all the reviews from pretty much every site is, you know, nines and up. And I get why I completely can understand why from you know reading and, and you know watching uh, the game tra- the gameplay trailers and reading the reviews, it sounds all great. But there are these there are going to be these weird things out there that you're gonna you're going to encounter, and you just have to hope that you are not one of the people that gets stuck with like a, with an actual game breaking bug. I know The Verge um, was reviewing it, and nine hours in, they got stuck in an elevator and couldn't get the elevator to open, and it was a story mission, and they were just stuck, and like they had to actually restart the game. Uh, wow. so yeah, like, that's look, that's going to happen in games all, all, you know. So how do you feel about that? Like, we're both talking about it. Like, yeah, you know, it's Bethesda. Yeah, it happens, whatever. But is that okay still? The thing is, is that they, they must know, like, obviously yeah. they know. I mean, Skyrim on PS3 was a buggy mess. Um, yeah. Skyrim on 360 was, and then had, had they, game bringing bugs. Monitoring, uh, like social media and forums. Oh no, and, they, and they, stuff. they know, but yeah. I really think, uh, that there is not much that they can do about it. Like the Q and a for that type of stuff. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. picking up one item could cause something else later in the game to break. You know, that's the way that I, I, I understand it is that they let it happen so much. I don't mind jank. I don't mind people floating in the air. I don't mind people, you know, 
going through walls or anything like that or enemies getting stuck on things and letting me easily kill them. I do not care about any of that stuff. I just care about the game-breaking stuff. And as long as my game doesn't get broken where I cannot progress further, it doesn't really bother me. But I'm not going to know that until I'm playing the game. And there haven't been many widespread reports on that type of stuff happening. Do you know one of the things that would annoy me, and it's the little OCD thing, is when you'd have the list of challenge, a list of like quests to do, and you'd finish one and it wouldn't come off of the list. It wouldn't go down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing would always annoy me. Or like the NPC you need to speak to, like the Witcher, I've got a couple. They're not there. And you can't find them and you can't because they are not in the place they were. Yeah, and, so you, oh. yeah, I probably got to quit and reload your save and stuff. I'm like, yeah, look. But you can't. Like, if it's a quest that you started 15 hours ago, I'm not going to reload a save just to do a No, quest. I mean, like, to reload your save, like, quit the yeah. game and come back into it. And sometimes the character reappears where right. he's supposed to be. Look, I'm, I'm expecting, look, know. I'm expecting to come into, like, some sort of problems with this. Yeah. But, like, that's just the thing. Like, I, it, as long as the game doesn't break on me and I, I can't actually finish whatever I'm trying to do, I'm right. fine with, like, whatever weird technical yeah. glitches are going to be in no, there. I'm the same opinion as you when it comes to that. Uh, so going into that last night, I, I loaded it up, and uh, it, it did a really good job. Like, I've, I've only played Fallout 3. I never played 1 or 2, so I'm not really familiar with the Fallout timeline. And they do a really cool opening introduction kind of explaining what year you're in, what tr- what took place before. And so I'm not going to really go into any spoilers. If you've watched anything on Fallout, if you watch their E3 presentation, I'm, g- I'm not giving you information you don't already know. But if you want to be completely blind on the first, like, I half hour. I'm blind on this. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely, actually. I've never played any of them. Okay. I didn't watch any. I, you know, I know. I'm going to set up. I'm, that is because I yeah. know what the word, word means. That's about it. I'm going to set up the first like 20 minutes of playing for you. Right. Uh, so for the first time in a Fallout game, as far as I know, definitely didn't happen in three. Um, you're playing before the nukes drop. Okay. Uh, and the year is, is different. Like I, it's not the year that I thought it was going to be. Uh, and so you can choose your character. You could choose either male or female. And they, I mean, they set it up in like a cool way. Like they're looking, if you saw, if you saw the E3 presentation, they're looking in the mirror Yeah. and you can kind of like switch. And so I became female and then started trying to model my wife, (laughs) which was a disaster. (laughs) Um, anyway, like 40 minutes later, I was like, all right, I'm done. And I I had looked up, you have a decent looking edge. I think so. All right. The hair option wasn't really there. I had to kind of like you see, work in with real that. Life, you have a good looking edge, so you need to make sure in video games you at least have a decent looking yeah. edge. See, or she's not going to be happy. Which is not named Ange. Her name is Finn. Oh, okay. <laughs> because there, somebody like cracked, you know, went into their the game files and found all the names that your robot companion, one of your robots companion knows, right. and there's like a thousand of them. I think there's a, there's a lot. Um, and there are some wild curse words in there that you can be. <laughs> and so I looked and Jorah wasn't an option, of course, uh, but Finn was. So I was like, I'm going to give Finn some time. Yep. So I have a female character named Finn. Cool. Uh, so what happens is uh, the nukes come. Your family gets taken to a, fall, uh, to a fallout shelter, um, Vault 111, and you are cryogenically frozen, which did not happen in the other fallout games. Um, you wake up and now you have to go find your family. Because you're in a different one to them now? No, you were there with them. Oh, uh, okay. Things happen along the way. And you're, you you wake up and you realize, like, I have to go find my family. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Do game... you wake up like the guy in 28 Days Later, completely nude on a hospital bed? No, you're wearing your, uh, your oh, uh, what is it, jumpsuit. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> uh, but what I really liked about it is um, Fallout 3, you were born 
in the vault. You only knew life in the vault. Oh, but in and this one, you know what it was like before. Before. The, yeah. uh, so you basically in Fallout 3, I can't remember the exact driving point of coming out of the vault. I, there was something with your father. But it didn't really grab me. And I like I can't remember it at all. I remember coming out of the vault and being immediately overwhelmed by just I, where should I go? Where should I walk? I don't know what to do. I come out of the vault this time, and you're seeing the town that you lived in be destroyed. And this time, your character has a voice. You know, you can talk to people. You can choose dialogue trees. Um, and you go down to the town, and you find your robot. And the robot's like, "Let's go look for your family." And like immediately, I felt not secure but i felt like i felt like i I have a purpose like i'm gonna go wander through this world to go find my family like i don't know if it's because i'm a dad now like i have a newborn that's missing i have to go find it so i just felt like coming out i know exactly what i want to do in this game i know what this game is overwhelming to see a big open world thing it's like i'm gonna go do whatever i can do to go find these people that i need to find Mm -hmm. and that's where i left off like i'm right i'm gonna go find them and that's where I, i stopped playing because most of my time was in the character creator screen Oh, now I want to play it. I know. It's, I can't get to it yet. I know. You can't. Not yet. You can't I yet. Will, but not yet. Um, it, it, it's probably fine to wait because if, if there are bugs, they'll be like QAing them and they'll That's be patching fine. them. And it, yeah. if you wait a month to play this game, it'll probably just serve you better in the end. It's just I can't wait. Yeah. I know. Well, Tomb Raider first, then Assassin's Creed. So I, I right now I'm trying to juggle this Metal Gear Solid, which I played three more missions of, mm-hmm. and Call of Duty. Oh, and next week I have Battlefront. <gasps> me too yes yes i have battlefront because my uh boyfriend texts you and asks you what i would like for my birthday and you would like star wars battlefront <laughs> so i got star wars battlefront for my birthday uh yeah next time when my boyfriend texts you and says what does jackie want for christmas you're gonna say diamond earrings okay i'm not gonna say, i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna i'm gonna say like just cause three or something <laughs> do not say just cause three i will never speak to you again that's a lie if i get that for christmas i will never speak to you again so there was a there was also a couple of things i wanted to bring up really quickly what overwatch is coming to console oh yeah oh you're so excited i was very was excited like, about yeah, that like christmas happening early when you found out about that one you know, it, everyone it, it, was getting texts everyone was getting tweets I just want to say I feel vindicated because <laughs> I played that game at PAX and I was like, this thing's coming to console and I was shot down by people who said, you know, Blizzard takes forever. You'll be playing it in three years. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, it feels like it's ready for console now. And uh, Blizzard was just being very coy about the fact that they, uh, they're like, what, you know, are you thinking about other platforms? And they were like saying yes without actually saying yes. So at BlizzCon, they announced it's coming. Well, it got leaked the day before, but it's coming to consoles. And uh, that's super exciting for me. Yes. Not as exciting for other people because they expected it to be free to play. Oh. And it's not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's Can't a, say I was expecting it to be free. Well, no, but the thing is, because we're not huge PC players, free to play on PC is a huge deal. And those type of games usually are free to play. Um, but this one, they decided they're not going to do that. They want their rationale is, you know, it's, it's a first person shooter. Um, with objectives, it's not like a, the the the, ma- uh, the match I played and the matches I've seen so far on Twitch are. You need to carry a payload from one end to the other, or you need to go attack objectives. It's not like a, just a simple team death match. Although I'm sure there'll be a team death match yeah. mode. What's different about this game as opposed to like other games I played in this genre is there's 21 characters, and you could switch to any of them at any time. So 
you can say, upon death, I want to now be Widowmaker. Oh, you can like respawn as someone else. You can respawn as any of the other characters. And you could also have dupes of characters on teams. So you can have two Widowmakers on the same team or two this or two that. Or you could be all five Widowmakers as far as, <laughs> as, far as I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. And so they were saying that people who are really adept and good at switching at the right time will be more successful. That's probably just corporate PR talk for the fact that we wanted to make money. But for me, I don't really play free-to-play games. I, I play $60 games for yeah, the so most part. Happy to do this and- yeah, I, I, if you would have told me, hey – when I first got my hands on this game, you will have to pay $60 to play this on PS4 with your friends. I would have said, here's here's $100 right now. Like, Honestly, I'm really I having fun with this. Honestly, I think they probably could have got you to do some very degrading things. Probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, what's an, all right. What is annoying to me is it is not free to play on PC, but it is cheaper on PC. Oh, that's weird. There is a $40 version of the game. And the What's six, the difference? The difference is um, it's called the – on the console, it's called the Origins Edition. And you could also buy the Origins Edition on PC. Okay. It comes with like five extra costumes and a bunch of other goodies for Blizzard games. Like in World of Warcraft, you can uh, have a pet in um, – Hearthstone, you can get special cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and In all their games, you could get a, a little something for Overwatch, and there's five extra costumes. So for the $20, I'm, right. I, I don't play any of those other games, no, and I have to pay the extra 20 bucks for five, five outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they're just rewarding PC players that, like, you know... I don't know. I wish they would have offered it for 40 bucks. I would have been way happier, and it probably would have been an easier sell for me to convince other people to go get it. Yeah. But i just been watching a lot of Twitch. If you had a whole load of people into buying Evolve, it probably would have been easier for you to talk people into buying this. Evolve was a, just putting it out there. Evolve was a good know. game. You didn't yeah. even play it. Exactly, because I held out. I didn't buy into that. Like, you got to buy this game. It's so cool. It was really fun. It was for like a whole month, and then you all came back to Destiny, and I didn't lose 60 bucks. So, yay me. You wouldn't have lost it. You could have traded it in. <laughs> it would have cost you probably like 30 bucks. <laughs> No, like, Eric and I still talk about Evolve because they're coming out with a new monster and I was like we should get back into Evolve I bet the community is really good by now yeah is it yeah well you play a game for a year you're going to get really good at it does anyone still play that game I'm sure people still do Jackie they're coming out with they're coming out with a whole new, a whole nother season pass go on then go jump back in maybe I will maybe I'll come back next week and say I didn't play anything except Evolve <laughs> we'll see we'll I really see. wish you would have actually tried that game instead of just browbeating it I try it once you you played like five minutes of one match yeah. where you weren't talking with anybody and you had no idea what you were doing. I was jumping around as a big monster. It was fun. But yeah, I was over it after that. Mainly because, you know, you were so into it. Obviously, I can't be. So anyway. Let's just, oh, we were really nice to each other for like a good hour and a half, right? I know. It, all things, all things end like this. Maybe it's the other two that make us argue. Maybe me and you get on fine. We don't get on fine, Maybe Jackie. Maybe fault. Maybe. Sorry, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny. Oh, yes. All right. So uh, is it time to wrap it up now? Since we're getting on so well, I don't want to, like, jinx things, you know, and end it on a bickering fight. So I'm going to wrap it up right now. Go right ahead, moron. <laughs> All right. A little housekeeping. Uh, we are Talking Games. You can find us on iTunes and you can find us on TalkingComicBooks.com. If you go to TalkingComicBooks.com, you will find the Talking Comics podcast. You'll find The Misfits. You'll find Talking Movies, Talking Valiant, Talking Shoujo. Uh, what am I forgetting? Anything? Anyway, a whole load of podcasts. You'll also find all the Extra Life stuff. Bobby, um, I believe, has archived a whole load of the footage from all the various people that are playing Extra Life this weekend. 
you can find all that footage. You can also find the links because you can still donate year round to Extra Life. And yes, thank you for everybody who did donate. Yes, it's really, really appreciated. And it's all going towards uh, children's hospitals. And it's a really good cause. So just because the event is over doesn't mean that you cannot donate. So please do go to talkingcomicbooks.com. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us via Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at talking underscore games. My personal Twitter is at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Justin? I am at Joroke, J-O-R-O-A-K. You can find uh, Bobby North at Melfesto, M-E-L-F-E-S-T-O, and Steve at, at dead underscore anchoress. If you want to get in touch with us more long form, we have email, which is talkinggamespc at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash talkinggamespc. Look at you doing this all blind. Right? Isn't it amazing? It's Boom. pretty impressive. <laughs> So please do reach out, leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate them. It really helps us out. Uh, we enjoy doing this and we love to know that you enjoy us doing this too. So please do reach out to us, send us any questions. And uh, for me and Justin, that is it. We are out. We are done. We are the best, obviously, out of the four of us. Me and you are the best. So we will talk to you next week. Goodbye.